wonderful morning once once again everyone welcome to another live broadcast this is isaiah phillips at kintola this is a beautiful day this is the day the lord has made we will rejoice and be glad in him it's a delight to be here again this morning to share the word of life to share the experience and the journey of the spirit of god with you out there so i hope this morning you will connect with us and let's see what the spirit of the lord amen excuse me <clears throat> We'll once again be revealing this to us this morning as we corporately move in the light of that which the Spirit of God, amen, is, is saying to this uh, uh, generation, of course, to our time. Several things the Lord, amen, is unpacking and uh, we're excited to be alive and to be part of, amen, the movement of God in the earth. But before we go into uh, what we have for this morning, I'm just going to share a little prayer with us again. And of course, then we'll pray again, all right? Father, we bless your name this morning. We thank you for granting us once again another privilege. It's a privilege to be alive, one, to be alive in you, two, and of course to hear what your spirit is saying to your church. It's a beautiful place to be. And this is what you want to reveal to the entire world. This is not something you just want to keep for a few people no you want the entire world you want everyone who is called by your name who knows you who love you who seek your face to know your ways to know your voice to know your heart this morning father as we echo your heart desire into the atmosphere we pray oh god that people will be awakened to that which your spirit is proclaiming and declaring in this brand new day indeed these are new days new days of the spirit New day where you are emphasizing things that is revealing the directions and the impartation of what your spirit will have us become. We thank you for new clothes, new garments, new position of life and condition of experience to represent you even in times like this. We thank you. Thank you, Lord, that we are not captured. We are not limited. We are not bound. Your voice has continued to echo life to us and speak in such a powerful way, O oh God, that we cannot but to respond even in prophecy. Yes, for the Lord has spoken. We cannot but to prophesy. So we thank you once again this morning that our life will be an enfoldance of the prophetic imprint of your desire for this day that every word that proceed oh god from us will be words of life words of hope words of peace words of joy words of encouragement words oh god of courage words that will lead us to the place where we can stand he said i haven't done all to stand there stand therefore we thank you god that as you continue to speak to us regarding putting on the old armor of god that we will not in one occasion, oh God, undress ourselves. That we will continue, Father, to wear this armor. Even as we journey in light. We thank you once again this morning. We bless your holy name. That you will continue to guide us. Holy Spirit, we welcome you this morning. Teach us. Give us fresh direction, insight. Remind, of, remind us of the things that we have forgotten. Help us this morning. To walk on the path, to stay on the lane 
the lane of your spirit, the lane where you have chosen for us. Deliver us from distractions, yes. Help us to abide and remain within the center core of your heart, Pete. That's what we pray for. That's what I ask for this morning. We bless you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, we want to thank the Lord for his, his voice, his heart, his mind, and his expression. The Lord has continued to speak to us in such a mighty, mighty, mighty way. Amen. The Spirit of God, uh, a few uh, uh, days ago, began to steer my heart on the concept of <clears throat> putting on the old armor of God. And we thank God for what the Lord really brought across our path. You know, we, we've done you know, several parts. In fact, I think today I'm going to be doing the part eight, which I hopefully believe will be the conclusion. <clears throat> Please don't mind me. <clears throat> my voice is still a, a bit cracky, but uh, it will get better. Uh, I, I thank God for the grace the Father, Amen, has released into my life. You know, for healing my body. Amen. I, I'm I'm still, you know, getting there, but I'm I'm getting there in the spirit, and it's 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 been a beautiful journey. All right, just you know, laying back and allow the Lord to do what He needs to do. Sometimes. When the devil thinks he attacks us, or, uh, it's just an opportunity for God to readjust and perfect certain things in our life. And all right, so these few days that I've been off off air, you know, uh, the Lord has really used that period to to open my eyes to some things, to refresh my spirit. And uh, yes, though the outer man may be he may be, may be buffeted, all right, but the inner man, more than ever before, my spirit is alive. The inner man is, is stronger than ever before. So we have to continue to pray and believe the Lord all right, for you know, his, his complete healing for my body. So I, I really thank God for that. But God has been so good, I must say. It, he's, been, he's, been, he's, been, he's been a wonderful father. And I appreciate him, you know, particularly for how he's been speaking to me regarding his, his body, you know, regarding his, 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 the ecclesia. And I hope that truly we will yield ourselves and listen and respond to you know the emphasis of the spirit god is breaking barriers and breaking boundaries and you know the the walls of denomination and this idea of uh, um, the church will not be built in, in in unity in perfection in in love it's not going to happen the church is going to stand the lord is building his church and we are in the midst of a powerful move, amen, of this, you know, uh, reconstruction of, of the ecclesia. The Lord is doing his work and he will continue. And we will continue to yield ourselves as instrument, amen, unto him. Because I believe that part of my assignment, you know, beyond just, you know, being positioned in this nation to speak into uh, 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 the spiritual redevelopment and transformation and if you will reformation of this land south africa but it's also to speak into the body of christ through this place to speak into the church into the body of christ and we've we've, we've been able to do that as as the lord will give us the grace and and the and the resource we're doing that we're speaking into the body of christ globally and I, I was surprised yesterday the number of people that are really connecting to what the spirit of god is saying to us online people are hungry people are searching so we will continue to be that voice amen of 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 one amen declaring the day of the lord and proclaiming the preparation of the path of the lord so it's my prayer that 
we will yield and surrender and submit to the dealings of the Spirit of God in our hearts that we will not allow you know the, the the idea the ideas that men have built within our mind to stop us from journeying from being part of what the Spirit of God amen is declaring and demanding for this brand new day I just felt I needed to say that by the Spirit that we, we are, that God is moving, he's moving mightily amen, among his people, amen, he's breaking down walls, he's breaking down the, the walls of tradition, the walls of religion, the walls of humanistic philosophy, the wall of, you know, it's my own thing, if it's not going to be done my own way, then it's not going to be done, uh, that is gone, we have to find a way of breaking out of that, you know, ungodly religious system, man have built you know to 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 replace the things of god and god will continue to find that thing i just pray that we will yield ourselves we'll yield ourselves and come out of that system because that system like like somebody said is it's hindering is hindering them from growing from developing from coming into fullness of course that's the purpose of the system the system the religious system the babylonic system that we're seeing today that men call church all right is to stifle our spiritual growth and development is to stop the church from coming and walking in oneness in one you know a, a, a unity of the spirit all right the unity of the spirit is not about uniformity no you don't have to conform to my ways for us to walk amen in 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 the in the in the eternal counsel of god we just need to find our own individual place within the complex reality of the body amen and, and flow in there and then we see God move, all right? As long as we have a heart that is aligned with the will of God, we have a heart that is searching, seeking, and yearning, amen, for the, for the intentions of God to be birthed in the earth. We like it or not, God will move. God, God, God is, not, is not hindered, all right? But who, who believes or who doesn't, all right? If we believe, it's, it's an advantage. That's an enhancement to our life. But if we don't, it still doesn't stop God from doing what he needs to do. He said, if you stop praising me, I will, I, will, I, will, I will raise stones. So the stones will cry out, all right? So these are the days where God is dumbfounding our ideas. God is bypassing the systems of men, the religious system that we have built, whatever it is that we have come to love and accept, all right, but negates the values and the, and the standard of the oneness of the body of Christ. God is going to fight that thing, all right, to the end. He is going to fight because he will have for himself a church without spot, without wrinkle without blemish it will have for himself a people who will who will flow amen in the full reality of his life yes that's that's the heartbeat of the father the, the reason why he established the earth amen is for his glory to be revealed yes he created the garden amen for his glory to be revealed in the earth he's a god of all universe but he, he chose this planet earth Amen. To reveal his glory by, 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 by putting, amen, one who look like him, who represents his desire. When he said, let us make man in our own image, amen, and in our own likeness. That, that was an extension of his glory and manifestation and order in the earth. So let's understand and let's yield. So all that we are called to do and build, amen, cannot be outside of the divine order and structure that heaven has put in place. We cannot use the grace and the gift of God and abuse it, all right, to build some security for ourselves in the name of, you know, uh, 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 you know, seeking to prosper and seeking to, you know, be blessed and to be known. These are all little, you know, crumbs, 
You know, we, we, we build ministry around crumbs. We build our life around menial things, you know, things that, will, that have no eternal value. That have no eternal value. Things that when you cross to the other side, they, they will not appreciate you for it. That's what we build ministry on. All right? For, for the men of God, who may, women of God, those people watching me, I want them to know this morning. It's time we pull down the wrong things that we're building and we're investing into. It's time to begin to build the body of Christ more than ever before. You know, this few period that I had that I spent alone, you know, a Lord used that period to really speak to me deeply about this church, about the state of his church and his body. So we have to respond. And this has been my own prayer, desire for, 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 for decades now. I've after seeing what you know men can use gift you know to do in the life of people how we can use the gift of god to destroy the people of god he gave us the gift for the saints for the people so that they can enter into their ministry but now we we use the same very gift to curse the people to keep the people bound to stop the people to hinder the people the people are crying. The people are, you, they don't know what to do. They can't relate. When somebody leaves one church to another, it becomes an issue, becomes a problem. What is wrong with the church? What is wrong with us? Come on. Well, I, don't, I, I didn't mean to be hard this morning. I just feel, I just feel the steering in my spirit. <clears throat> All right? So, uh, I've lost everything. To be in this walk, to, to, to be where God has placed me. When I mean I've lost everything, it, that, that's what I mean. I mean I've lost everything. Everything is on, on the ground. Everything is on the altar. I have no ambition. I have no desire. I have no passion. I have no hidden agenda. I'm not seeking to boost some big ministry. No, I just want Christ to be glorified in the life of his people. Wherever those people may be, wherever they're coming from, whoever they are, whatever their background, as long as they desire, they want the life, they want to grow, they want to know the Lord. And the Lord is bringing them from different boundaries and corners of the earth. God is bringing them. People are searching. It's like it's like the it's like the it's like the Bible talk about the the the, the, the mangers, the the wise men, all right? The magus, excuse me, the magus. The Bible says they they came from the east. People are coming from the east to locate this thing that is that is born in Bethlehem. There is something that is happening in our midst. We need to wake up and see. There is a move of God that is being birthed today, hallelujah, across the earth, particularly in this nation. It's starting, it may gradually, but I tell you, we may look at it now and it looks like a manger. It looks like nothing. But before we know it, it's going to consume the entire earth like a wildfire. All of the things that we have built that we thought, amen, we, 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 that has given us an identity, we become something. Before our very hands, we're going to see that even the gold can turn to dust. We're going to just see that these things are blown away. They're like wind, gone. It's time to build on eternal things. It's time to invest on eternal things. All right? I'm supposed to be speaking on, yes, uh, putting on the whole armor of God. I'm going to talk about that. But this is part of putting on the whole armor of God. Because we cannot talk about putting on the armor of God if, if the armor is being worn on the flesh. You can't put on, amen, the things of God on, on, on carnality, on your own idea. 
you know, this this is a day where a lot of people are afraid of, of this coronavirus. Now people are running around. People are, you know, my my my, my, my you know my my site is 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 bustling with people searching for prophetic you know word. What what did God say regarding 2020? You know, yesterday you know WordPress had to send me a message. <laughs> Something is going on on your site. Because people are worried. The world is in trouble. They worry. <laughs> they think there's a particular, you know, a magic wand. You're gonna no, no. We've been talking about this. Then people must get ready. These are part of the the new normal of the days that we have entered. Darkness is covering the earth. Gross darkness. The people, and we're gonna be seeing the manifestation of evil. But in the midst of all that, the Bible talk about the people that will that will rise up in light. Listen, friends, light does not produce itself. It takes the life of God to walk in the light of Christ. It's going to take a people who have come into covenant. It's in the place of covenant that we have. You see, now I'm speaking by the Spirit. I, I, I've just left my note aside. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Perfect your work in us. Perfect your work, O oh God, in your church. Bring us out of the things that we have built. Bring us out of our own idea. Bring us out of our fear and doubt. <laughs> you said to the people, <laughs> you, said, you said, gather for each day. Gather for each day. Gather the manna for each day. But the fear and the insecurity and the sense of ownership made them to want to gather for the next. And it all became a maggot. It became warm. This is what we are seeing today, Lord. That the greed and the pride and the fear and the insecurity... The fig leaves that we have worn and we continue to change has cost us, oh God, to even trample, to abuse, to violate not just the gift, but the people who we are supposed to minister to with the gift. The church is the most scariest place today on earth that people want to visit, that people want to go. We, 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 we are satisfied with the physicality of appearance. As long as we all look nice with nice suit and we everything is looking beautiful. As long as we, we dress well and we everybody's looking nice and we, we satisfy. How can we be satisfied with cosmetics? While on the inside, you said is a is a is a is a tomb of dead people. It's stinky. How can we be satisfied, Father? It's my prayer this morning that you will help us once again as you continue to wrestle with us, <clears throat> as you continue to deal with us, that we will turn to you and stop wrestling. Because indeed, you're going to do a walk in our time, but it's going to take a people that are dead to their ways. May the day be, may the day dawn breaks on us, O oh God. May we see the need that we cannot out-wrestle you. Like Jacob realized that he cannot out-wrestle you. We will wrestle, we will wrestle, we will wrestle. The flesh is wrestling. Our idea, our intelligence, 
<clears throat> the things we have gathered, all wrestling, we want to have our own way. But no one wrestle with you and win. So this morning, help us to yield and surrender. Help us to hear the voice of your spirit, the cry of your heart. Help us to understand that there is nothing good in our flesh that can interface with the things of your spirit. Help us to surrender, yield, lay them down. You say, just lay it down there. Help us, Father. Help us to learn from Isaac to lay down on the altar and trust your dealings and trust your work. I'm teaching my children how to trust me. And when I say something, I want to make sure the things that I say, I do them. If I will not gonna, if I don't, if I don't have what it takes, if I can't do it, I don't say it. I'm teaching them trust. The Lord, the Lord is teaching us how to trust. Sometimes He will bring us to a, a difficult place, a hard place. You've got to learn to trust Him. Because if we don't trust Him, then He cannot entrust the treasures of His kingdom into our hands. No, He will not. Unfortunately, we think that we can just grab and run with the things of God. Yes, we're going to realize that we are just <laughs> going to experience the same thing. And the prodigal son experience is going to finish. The gifts are going to run off. They're going to run out. The oil is going to run dry. And then we're going to be re we're gonna be awakened to a new day and say, there's nobody around. All the friends are gone. Gifts never will satisfy. There's nothing else that will satisfy until we apply our heart to his desire, to his mandate, to his burden. The gift is for the people. The gift is of the Lord and is for the people. So it is my prayer this morning. That Father, we will yield to what you, your heart is, is, is saying, is declaring. It's Christ, that Christ, our Lord, may be formed and fashioned in us. Let Christ take his full resident in us. Let Christ, we say, yesterday I, I, I was responding to a message a sister sent to me and it dawned on me when we say we are the body of christ that immediately speaks into the headship of christ christ cannot be amen or we rather we cannot be a body that christ is not the head and this is not just some words because today we 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 are chipping the things of the spirit to words words we've we've we reduced as long as we can say the right thing it's not just about saying the we've we've reduced the things of god to you know to phrases and phraseologies and, and expressions and and mere words these are just things that the that the lips is saying but it has no meaning no eternal meaning no deep meaning on the inside Help us to move away from just saying things that, that itches, that itches the ears of people. They like it because it sounds good. It sounds well. It sounds intellectual. Help us to understand the words are spirit and life. Help us to realize this thing, oh God. It is my prayer 
that you continue to mess us up until we finally realize that we are stinky and we need to be cleansed by the fresh water flowing from you, oh God. Help us to see these things. Amen. Friends, this, this, is, this is my own heart's cry. This is my, this is my burden. This is, this is the pain of my heart. I want to see a church that can walk together in unity. Alright. So we're talking about <clears throat> putting on the whole armor of God. Like I said, I'll hopefully this morning, I'll try to conclude this uh, um, series. So many things, so many you know, realities are panning out before our, before our very eyes. All right? Let's not even begin to go into the, what the, the, the world is dealing with right now with the corona issue. Friends, these are days where we are going to be seeing all of these issues continue to increase. And the world are going to be running here and there. You can see now everybody is saying to themselves, I just heard yesterday, Italy, they, I mean, they still send some equipments to Iran, you know, to deal with the coronavirus, only for them to be hit with. Now, they don't even have enough, you know, uh, equipments and resources to deal with it. Now, so we, we're dealing with an issue that it's dumbfounding the, the wisdom and the ideologies of men. All right. Now, all of that is showing us many of the things the Spirit of the Lord has been opening my eyes to see. You know, one of it, one of these is, so what are we learning from this thing? What is the world learning from this, at, this attack? All right, from based, from based on some of the things that we have come to believe, amen, as part of how we live life, how we understand things. All right, when you look at all that is happening right now, how do we measure our values, our position of strength, our position of, of wisdom and, and authority? How, how do we define, amen? Thank you so much, my dear sister, for connecting. How do we, how do we begin to look into ourselves and, and our world? What, what kind of a pass mark do we give ourselves? Of course, we can see how we are filled because many of the things that the world that the, that the government of the world, the systems of the world, have defined and determined as, you know, the realities of the future are collapsing before their very eyes. Now, to me, that, that, that speaks volume when we talk about the move of God. God is moving in the earth. Amidst the coronavirus, God is speaking to us what manner of men we ought to be. Now, everybody's going back to their own, you know, uh, you know, drawing board. <laughs> the, 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 what do you call them now? Not the UN now. The EU. They're realizing that, uh oh this concept, you're going to see, they're going to begin to shut down the borders because they said, no, because God is touching the very core of humanism with this coronavirus. They said, no, no, no. We're not gonna we're not gonna close the borders. We no no no. We, they're gonna close the border because they cannot handle it again. How many people have died in Italy? I mean, Italy has. It, I mean, Italy today is 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 the is the largest hit in Europe when you talk about the coronavirus. All right, look at what is going on in America. The same thing. I mean, yes, everybody's struggling, putting their head together to find a solution to this. 
But beyond the intellectual and the you know, scientific uh, 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 solution, what can we read of this as, as prophetic people? What can we read? It, something is happening. And like I've said before, if you listen to some of the things I've, I've shared on this, I said, why is it that this whole thing began from China? Is it, to me, that's, that speaks volume. And I'm not going to go back to some of those things, but I'm just asking us, because when things like this begin to pan out on a large scale like this, we've got to ask ourselves, what's going on? What's God saying? What's the Spirit of God trying to reveal to us? What is the position, amen, that we should take? Where are we, amen? Are we on the high ground? Yes, in, in, in situations like this, we must be found on a place called, amen, the rock. If your heart, if your life is established on the rock, if your life is, your, if your house is built on the rock, you will not be moved by this. Not even a coronavirus will shake you. Amen. Because you know, amen, that you've got a place, you've got a purpose. This is a time where, you know, the concept, the idea that I've been sharing for a while and say, what's your vision? What, what, what's driving you? That in everything we do, amen, we live by vision. There have been, there have been situations that I've faced, I mean, terrible situations that, just because of the vision that I have that God has given to me, kept me out. This is the time where you say to yourself, because I have an assignment, I have a place, I have a vision, I have a, I have a calling, amen. I'm not going to die. There's no coronavirus that will come near me because I must fulfill. All right? When you look into the scripture, there were challenges. There were, you know, things that the people of God went through and God took them through. Hallelujah. They came out to the other side. Why? Because when God places an assignment in our life, nothing, nothing stops that assignment. Nothing hinders that assignment. The assignment, hallelujah, quarantines you. The assignment keeps you from evil. So though you go through the valley of the shadow of death, you will fear no evil. But you see, the world system today, they're collapsing. They're running here and there. Yes. God is going to prove to them again that he is God. He rules, amen, amidst the people. He is God of the nations. God is humbling the nations. And all kinds of things people are saying, I mean, we know by now that this is not some thing that was conjured from some laboratory. Even if it's from some laboratory. They can't handle it. The point is, what my what mindset? Because I'm interested in how a believer. Because I mean, a few days ago was it two days ago? My God, my phone was just being bombarded with all kinds of text messages about the coronavirus. I mean, it is so amazing to you know. I don't know. If the, I don't know if the if the time is amazing, but it, it, people, you could see the panic. I mean, I was almost saying to people, please don't send me another message on coronavirus. Because people are responding. They respond. You can see they respond in fear. They're responding in, you know. Many of the things that they're even sharing are not proven. They are not proven truth. But it tells you that many of the things that we even tell people, they're not listening. They're not listening. They're not listening. We've spoken. We've declared things on air here. We've, you know. We've talked about, you know, uh, Psalm 91, all, all of that. But you see, in times like this, we will know where our faith lies. Yes. People will be panicking, all kinds of... I mean, what is going on in South Africa today is panic. 
But we will continue to stand and pray and lift up this nation, amen, and declare the counsel of God. And of course, for the continent, we're praying. And of course, for the rest of the world, we're still praying. We're still praying for China. We're praying for, yes, God is going to move amidst his people. But what I'm saying is, amen, when you look at how the system of the world, amen, is handling this thing, it tells you that, of course, amen, they have no idea of what's going on. They have no idea what is going on. This thing has hit them below the belt. But we saw this thing from the beginning. This is something that, amen, God is going to use, amen, to gain glory. God is humbling the pride of the nations. Yes. The, the thing is not just about the coronavirus. No, it's the impact of the economy. It's what that thing is doing to the economy. It's how that thing is impacting the economy. Yes, because the economy is the god of the is the god of this world. When when the world wants to, you know, interpret anything, when they want to understand anything, they do it, amen, based on the economy. What's the economic impact? What's going to be the 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 the, the economic, you know, uh, uh, you know, increase? You know, whatever they do, it's all about the economy, money. Yes, increase. But God is going to, because listen, the Bible already said, <clears throat> you cannot serve God and mammon. So this is a time we need to look into our own heart and begin to ask ourselves, where lies our strength? <clears throat> Excuse me. Where lies amen, our focus? What defines what we believe? We all we can be like, oh, I believe in the Lord. Uh, let's see. Let's see. In the days of war, let's see in the times of trouble. I mean, this is just, you know, a, 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 a glimmer for many people who are calling for all kinds of things. Ah, no, we want, <clears throat> we want war. We want to do this. You cannot even stand. Nobody can stand in the times of war because in the times of war, you don't recognize, you know, your, your neighbor. You, you, you know, the, 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 the spirit of selfishness and, and flesh just takes over your life. So let's continue to pray. The point I'm making is we're in a good place. <laughs> we are on a good place. We're on a good plane. The Father, amen, is speaking to us. The Spirit of the Lord is leading us. And we have to be intelligently you know, uh, 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 connected. We have to walk by the guidance of the Spirit. We have to allow, amen, the Spirit of God to continue to point the direction, amen, of His leading. We have to live our life based on the value principle of God's Word. The Word of God must be what guides us on a day-to-day -day basis. We must be led by the Spirit. We must walk in discernment, amen. We cannot walk in fear. We cannot walk in doubt, amen. We And we cannot walk, amen, in, in a sense of ignorance all right we cannot walk in the sense of ignorance let the spirit of god guide us let the spirit of god lead us now like i said we're talking about putting on the whole armor of god and i'm trying to contextualize all of that that is happening across the world amen and of course what is going on today in south africa we've got something bigger all right there's 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 a powerful speaking there's a move of god within the shaking whenever you see the earth gets to be shaking like this Guess what? It's harvest time. God is doing something. When God shakes the system of the world, isn't that the Bible says he will shake the foundations? Yes. God will use events. He will use situations like this. He will use. That's why we cannot be fixative on how the world is responding. 
If you try to respond, if you try to handle or try to look at what is going on from the world system, if you allow what you're hearing on the news, I mean, we listen to news, I listen to news, but if you allow that to define your perspective and your judgment on how to respond, you are going to amen, be facing what they are facing. In other words, you're going to find yourself in the same state of fear and doubt and, you know, confusion. And you don't, you don't want to live in that position. What God, what are you saying regarding this thing? What are you trying to say to us? Yes. We said it in the beginning of the year that this is a period, this is a decade of reset. A few days ago, the Lord said to me, did I not speak to you? Did I not say to you that this is a decade of reset? This is a time of equilibrium. I'm bringing everything back to a state where no one will be able to say, well, uh, uh, um, we, are, we, you know, we are there. We will control. No, you know, you, you don't have what it takes. This is a time where God is lifting the voice, amen, and lifting, you know, the platform of certain nations and, and God is bringing order and structure to the, you know, to the earth. So we have to have, you know, that advanced prophetic, you know, ear and ears. We've got to know what the spirit of the Lord, amen, is pointing to. What is God trying to deal with? What is God trying to, hallelujah, bring forth? What are we supposed to be hearing from all this confusion and, you know, death and killings and all? It's our iniquity, sin, flesh, ungodliness, perversion. So we have to come to that point and place of, you know, yielding our heart in repentance on behalf of our nation. We, yes, that's what happened in, in, in Egypt. Yes, in the land of Goshen, where there was death and carnage. Amen. God kept his own. God said, if as, 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 as I see the blood, I will pass over. I will pass over. Listen to this. The blood is not some religious, you know, uh, 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 thing you put, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry to bust the bubble of some of the people who were praying for me during, you know, you know, uh, uh, my bed reading. Some people are pleading the blood. You don't plead the blood. The blood, amen, is a symbol of the life we have. The, the Bible says the life of the flesh is in the blood. Not in the, not in the, not in the, you know, the, the, the blood that is spilt on the ground. Amen. When, when, when Jesus died, amen, and, 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 and hung on the cross, amen, where he shed his blood. Guess what he did? That, what that means is that he exchanged, hallelujah, our, his, his own life for our own life. He gave us life. That's the covenant of the New Testament. The covenant of the New Testament, amen, is written on the blood of Jesus Christ. What that means is that this thing, amen, is life, is life. Jesus is the word that I speak to you. They are spirit and they are life. Hey, the church, we've got a long way to go, amen, in teaching people, amen, the things of God, how to pray. You don't go around pleading the blood. No, the life of the flesh is in the blood. What that basically means is, amen, this thing has to flow by life. You release the life of God. We release the life of God. He's not pleading the blood. No, we release the life of God into your body. Not plead the blood of Jesus. You can't plead the blood. That is ritual. Oh, come on, Isaiah. <laughs> yes, thank God for the prayers I accepted, but some of the prayers were too shallow and carnal. I'm gonna say these things because that's what that's why I don't do church. That's why I'm not, I'm, I don't build something so people don't, nobody can come and say, oh, no, we won't come to your church again. So, no, no, you're going to hear the truth. <laughs> you're going to hear the truth. You know, I sometimes just try to be polite. I just like the thing. <laughs> Amen, my dear sister. You've seen a different side of me again this morning. You know, 
No, we, we, we've, got to, we've got to wake up to this reality. How can we be pleading blood, the blood? No. We're not, we're not ritualistic. No. We move out of ritualism into the divine life of Christ. Whenever the Bible talks about the blood, it's speaking about life. 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 The life we have in the Father. The life we have in God. And it's that life that transmits, that transmits the energy, the force, the, the light of God into our domain. Whenever we, whenever we are faced with darkness, all right, we don't just go and say, hey, light. No, no, we have to go in the life because it is through the life of God that we have the light. It is the life of God that produces light. Amen. Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. I am the way, I am the truth. That is not some, you know, some, some the school teaching. No, this is deep prophetic, amen, advanced apostolic kingdom principles. So when, you, when we are faced with issues like this, make sure you have the life of God in you. Do I have the life of God in me? You have to, you have to proclaim it and declare daily. You have to learn to confess your, your, you know, and declare upon your life. I have the life of God in me. I'm a son of God. I walk in the divine life because the word of God dwells in me. The word of God produces life. I live by the life of God. And because I live by the life of God, there are no darkness in me. Because the word of God produces life and, and by through the life, I walk in the light. The Bible says the path of the righteous because I'm able to walk through the through the life of God, I receive the light that shines my path. I'm going for this day. There is no power. There is no spirit. There is no hindrance, hallelujah, on my path because the light of God lights my path. This day, no evil shall befall me because of the life that I carry. No disease can befall me. No plague can come near my dwelling because the life of God lives in my domain. So when you say the blood you must translate that to life. Because when they say plead the blood, what they're seeing is some splashing of blood. I mean splashing blood. Come on, wake up. This is the 21st century. This is the day of the Lord. We cannot be religious. And I refuse to be quiet about these things. Alright? Let's not think that makes us spiritual. No, we have to. We, think about this. If you have the life of God, the Bible says we live by the life of God. What God gave to us is life. What did God give to the first man in the garden? Life. He lost that life. What did God give the second man? Hallelujah. The last Adam. Life. He came. Jesus came to give us his life by shedding his blood. They had to pierce his side. If Jesus had died on the cross without the piercing of his side for the blood to flow out, listen, there won't be redemption. There will not have been. So it was part of everything Jesus did on the cross. Amen. It was part of God's prophetic program for that, you know, Roman, you know, guy to pierce his side with arrow so that the, the, the blood and the water can gush all about Shayanda. So that when that thing hits the ground, hit the earth, Halabayando, people came to life. The ground that was cursed was redeemed and restored. The ground that was cursed, amen, for the sake of the sin of Adam and Eve in the garden was restored. When, that, when the blood of Jesus hit the ground, that blood, it, it, the blood had to flow out of, his, out of Emmanuel's vein. That was the place of our redemption. When that thing hit 
you know, the Adama, the dust, it came to life again. You and I, I've got the life of God in me. It's not just a song that we sing. It's a revelation that we walk in. If you have that life, listen to this. There is nothing, no power, no curse, no disease, no infirmity. We've read it, we've read it. Go, re go back to that scripture we read against Psalm 91. This teaching, not just the scripture, but teaching. Listen to it again and again. It will change your life. This is how we live our life, friends. This is how we live our life in the days of the end. Because, friends, I don't want to, I don't want to scare you, but we are entering, amen, the dark days, the dark days, all kinds of evil. These are, these are the new norms. But in the midst of that, the glory of God will begin to shine. The people of God will begin to emerge. That is how the nations will come. Because when they see that, wait a minute, it's dark all over. How come you've got light here? Well, you can come over to this side. All right? How come you're not falling sick? How come this thing is not affecting you? How come? No, no, no. Well, you can come over to this side. How come things are working? Oh, you can come to this side. God is going to use the power of lifestyle to change the people of the world. Our message, and all this, God, Jesus love you. Not, and listen to this. They don't want to hear that. But when God begins to use your life, your, your life becomes a testimony. Then they will be drawn. Yes. I tell you, just with all that is happening right now, people are already searching. Like I said, if you, you know, uh, some minutes ago, people are searching my, my website. Yesterday, I've got close to 30, 35, you know, is it 35 or 36 people from America alone searching my website they're looking for you know what is god saying about you know the, the you know <laughs> they're looking for some perfect prophetic direction <laughs> and i'm just laughing i'm yes you see so what am i saying this is a time of harvest is a time where to to let the people know you've got to point the finger you've got to show the people amen you've got to be able to tell the people hey this is not unto death. <laughs> this is not unto death. God is showing forth his glory. Amen. He said the sickness is not unto death. Come on. This is the time for you know Peter to get up in the midst of the confusion and say, no, we are not drunk. We know what is going on. This is that that has been prophesied. God is moving amidst the nations. shaking. Hallelujah. The wisdom of men is shaking their understanding. Hallelujah. He's bringing the God of this world down on their knees. God of Mammon, shut them down. You see, China will never forget this. Nor will America or Europe. No, no, they will not forget this. The day where God shook them. I mean, the world economy cannot but to go into recession. That's not the prayer we're praying for. But we're saying, I miss their pride and arrogance. When they point their finger to God and say, you, you're nothing. We're not going to serve you. We're going to challenge what you are. What you, we're going to challenge your values. We're going to challenge what, what you stand for. We're not going to submit and give in. God said, okay, fine. No, you build an ark. A flood is coming. Judgment is coming. He says, ah, is, this, is this a finger of God? Yes, it is. What do you think it is? Whatever an idea people have out there, whatever you know, agenda people might have, have, all right. Some people say, "Well, this thing was created in some." Whatever that is, listen to this. God is proving Himself strong. He's proven Himself mighty. He's proven Himself once again as God.
you know, at the end of the day, he will remain God. And we, those who will choose to use this opportunity to serve him will serve him. But those that will say, no, I'm not going to serve him, will we'll fall by the wayside. Yes, the rock will fall on them. But those who will choose to say, okay, I, I better fall on the rock and get broken amen, and align, they will. So it's a choice we have to make. We have to make that personal choice on our own, you know, individual family, you know, personal level. All right. S society will have to. I tell you, this this situation will already as 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 reshaping, as redesign the, 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 the economic system of the world. Yes, you're gonna see. You're gonna see. Places like Vietnam, all right, that you know can do far better than China that have not been given the opportunity. All right, companies are already going there to establish all right their factories there in Vietnam, all right. <laughs> Because have you noticed that we're not hearing that, you know, Vietnam has got issue with coronavirus? <laughs> I, I, I mean, are we, I mean, are you hearing about coronavirus in Vietnam and some other places like that? We've got to open our eyes. Like I said, many of the nations that have, you know, been trading with China, you know, that they, they've seen, they, they, they knew the wickedness of China. They saw what China were doing, all right, and they continue to trade with that. Now, that's, that's scripture. That's, do you find that in the book of Revelation 17, all right? people who are trading with Babylon, all right, they will also be part of the judgment. They will see. Not only will they see the judgment against Babylon, but they themselves will, will be judged. Yes. Uh, so so we, we are seeing God judging the nations. God is judging the wickedness of men. God is judging their ideologies. God is, God is judging their hypocrisy. God will continue to do that. And all other nations, even the uh, leaders of Africa who have also joined China, who cannot say China. Is, have you noticed that none of, the, none, of, none of the leaders of the world can really stood, can stand up to China except for America? Can say, wait a minute, but China, you cannot be doing this. In the name of you know, economic power, they all zip their mouth. So, you notice... All of those nations too are being judged, including the ones in Africa. They are also being judged, but it's gonna take a prophetic. You see, oh, I mean, hardly would you hear somebody look at the perspective of what we're talking about this morning, because it takes a prophetic eyes to see these things. All right, God moves based based on justice, and where there is injustice, listen to this: God will God will come hard on that system. All right. Is an, is an individual, is a home, is a family, is a nation, is a society. When we live life by injustice, that's why we've got to pray for South Africa. This is a nation, all right, that, that, that is groping in injustice. We like injustice. It's like we don't want to forget. We don't want to deal with the issues of the past. So we will continue to use that as a, as, you know, as a leverage, all right, to, to, you know, to, to, to clamp down on others and to, you know, to, to perpetuate injustice. No, God is going to respond. Look at the life of people that have been wasted in this nation every day. And you think God is just going to be quiet and be say, okay, guys, just go ahead. No, no, no. It is my prayer because, I mean, I'm a watchman sent to this nation. When we pray, we believe in the Lord that God will awaken the heart of our leaders. That they will stop playing politics. That they will see that this nation is in a crisis. That they will actually see that, hey, this is SOS. 
This is not trying to, you know, make it look nice. You, we, we need to cry out to God. We need to, I mean, and, and I'm not just saying that on some religious, you know, a, a tra traditional, you know, level. No, I, I really mean it. You see, if, 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 if Syria Maposa had followed, you know, uh, uh, the steps of, you know, uh, uh, Chief Justice McQueen McQueen, when that man bowed the knees, you know, at the parliament, I mean, that was, that was a shift in the spirit. If he had followed that path and chosen, amen, to walk the lonely path of leadership and not follow the psychophants of the ANC, I tell you, this nation would not be in the mess that we're in today. And I'm not blaming him or because he chose to do what he wants to do. You see, that's, that's politics. A leader, if you notice, a true leader, while he's a politician, at some point will have to change the course. If he really wants to leave a legacy, will have to stop listening to what the party wants. Because every party has every party got their own agenda. No, if you really want to be a true leader, I mean, like Mandela at, at a point, he had to shift away from what the ANC want. He did what he need to do. You see, but if you're listening to what the party wants, you will never truly lead. You, nobody leads by listening to the popular you know, opinions of the people, of some group of people. They've got a stake. No, but God has a greater stake in this nation. I was sharing, you know, on, on a platform of the it's a SAD, uh, what they call that Christian Democratic Party now. You know? Responding to something that somebody said. That we need to pray. We need to believe God for visionary leaders and things like that. And somebody replied me and said, what, what do I mean by, you know, a, a nation uh, uh, must have a vision? I said, are you supposed to be a Christian? Well, who are you? <laughs> and, and I had to let this person understand that, wait a minute, if you can't run a life, you can't run a, a nation without leadership, without vision. And of course, the person could not respond because he realized that, oh, oh I must have beaten beyond what I can chew. He thought, he thought this is just some, you know. <laughs> but the point is, friends, we need to pray for visionary leaders. Visionary leaders know what to do at every situation in time. All right, we're talking about putting on the whole armor of God. Okay, right. so many things I've I've just been saying this morning. Maybe because uh, um, it's been a while that I I came on on air. Well, not a while. It's just a few days ago. But it's like uh, I've taken five, you know, five weeks off. <laughs> But friends, I'm so excited for what the Lord, amen, is, is really saying. There's so much the Spirit of God, amen, is highlighting in my own spirit. I don't know about you, but in my spirit, and I have rest. I have rest. I have rest. And in this rest, there's burden. In this rest, there's war. There's war ranging in the inside of me against religion, against ungodly, you know, traditions of men. The thing that want to stop the church from rising, amen, into oneness as a body and move into the realities, amen, of the speakings of God for this brand new day. Now, uh, let me let me let me finish this uh, scripture. Let's go back to um, Ephesians chapter six. Let's let's look at verse ten again, and then we're going to finish. Uh, hopefully, I'll finish this morning. Is it finally be strong in the Lord and in the and in his mighty power, put on the old armor of God so that you can stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle or battle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, 
excuse me, but against rulers, against the authorities, against the past of this uh, dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. We've dealt with that. Verse 13 says, Therefore put on the armor of God. Put on the armor of God. That's where we cut this phrase from. Put on the armor of God. It says, so that, so that when the evil days come, you may be able to stand your ground. And I remember saying some time ago, that amen, you need to find your own ground, amen, that you must stand. I must stand on my own ground, amen, that you may be able to stand on your own ground. There are ground God wants us to take and stand, amen. And after you have done everything to stand, after you have done everything, the question I asked the last time was, have we actually done everything to stand our ground? Have we done everything to stand our ground? Because the, script, the scripture says, after you've done everything to stand, it says stand. So the question is, have you done everything? Are you walking in the reality, amen, of what the Spirit of the Lord is saying? Are you living in obedience? Are you, are you, are you connecting? Are you responding, amen, to what the Spirit of God, amen, is proclaiming and declaring? He said, after you've done everything to stand, he says, stand. Then verse 14 says, stand firm. You see the word again, stand. I mean, how many times have you used, have you seen the phrase, stand, stand, stand? Then it's verse 14 again says, stand firm then. Stand firm then. It says, with the belt of truth, buckle around your waist. That speaks, amen, into the state, amen, of, of readiness. With the belt of truth buckled around your waist, it has to be firm. You see, when people want to fight, you can see how they put that belt and they tie it firm. Because your strength comes from your waist. Your strength comes from your waist. Alright? He said, he said, with the belt of truth. This is not just some, any kind of belt. It has to be the belt of truth. Now listen to this. Truth is not just an information. Amen. Truth is a life. Truth is a person. Come on. Truth is an ideology. Amen. It's a spiritual philosophy. It's a position we, 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 we take in the spirit. Amen. In Christ Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the truth. Everything that defines his life. Amen. Is captured in the in the revelation of truth. Stand firm there. With the belt of truth buckled around your waist. That's the first position. When we talk about putting on the armor of God. Amen. The Bible talk about amen, your waist. Amen. Fastened with the belt of truth. It said with the helmet of, of righteousness. In your. In your. In your. Excuse me. With the helmet of righteousness. Amen. In place. Now I would have assumed that you will start by speaking of the helmet. But you see, it started with what? The belt of truth. Because then that gives you a posture. Our armory, amen, our position of, of, of war, of engaging, amen, start with the belt of truth. If you don't have the belt of truth, amen, fastened around your waist, every other armory, amen, are weak and, amen, ineffective. They are weak and they are ineffective, amen. Is it with the belt of truth, amen, fastened. Tied around, buckled around your waist, amen. And then he talks about the ailment. What are you seeing? Something here? Are, are you picking something that we're talking about? Remember, I said the last time that when we talk about the armor, when we talk about the armor of God, we're talking about a spiritual system, a spiritual position of life, amen. We're not just talking about some religious rituals, all right. I remember years ago when people teach on this, all right. <laughs> you know, let's not even go back into that. Just an amazing how the Lord will allow us to grow and increase in the things of the Spirit. Alright? The belt of truth. 
around your waist. That gives us a position. Truth must give us a posture in the earth. Because that is where we're able to have balance in the earth. We're able to have balance in the earth. The position of the waist, the belt of truth there. Then it talks about the helmet, the helmet, the helmet of salvation. Why? Because your mind, of course, which speaks of, you know, the helmet, is that point, that place, amen, where the enemy attacks. We're talking about spiritual warfare here. Have you noticed that this concept of preparation doesn't speak into some physical condition of war. It speaks into, amen, a spiritual position. That the attack of the enemy, amen, comes first in the area of truth. What do you believe? What do you know? Amen. How do you, know, how do you practice what you know? The, the belt of truth. And then the helmet, the helmet of salvation. Friends, listen to this. The helmet of salvation, amen, is a very powerful weapon. It's a very powerful weapon and also a defensive force. Because listen, if the enemy can lie to you about what you believe, about your state, your spiritual state, about the state of your redemption, about the state amen, of your salvation, amen. listen to this, every other thing that you believe will crumble. Because your entire life is established on the foundation of amen, your, your redemption, the revelation of your redemption. This is where your identity is sourced from. This is where, amen, your ability to step into the things of the spirit, to go for what God, amen, has ordained for you comes from, amen. This is where the concept of being called into ministry, all right? You look at people, I've had people say they are called into ministry, but you ask them, share with me the experience of your spiritual experience. They don't even know if they are saved. I mean, I've literally met people like that and I'm like, God, How? How do you do it? How can you say you you you've been in the Lord, but you're not even you're not certain of your salvation? But that's that's something that I mean I've seen so many times with a lot of people. A lot of people have this idea that well, you know, I, I grew up in the church, I know the Bible, I read the Bible. In fact, I remember when I was in Bible school, there were people who came to Bible school who were never saved. They were never saved, but they came to Bible school. So, what foundation are you building on? So that helmet of salvation speaks deep into what you believe is an element, amen, of your salvation, your redemption, your state of thought, because all that speaks into your state of thought, your state of mind, amen, the mind of Christ. Yes, that's what you become. That's what you grow into. Amen. In, in, in redemption, you grow, you develop into the mind of Christ. That's why it's called the helmet. The helmet is an element. It protects you. All right. Let this mind be in you. You've got the mind of Christ. You're secure. Hallelujah. So that when the enemy throws his fury doubts, amen, you're protected. Hallelujah. The element of your salvation. Then he went for, they said, the breastplate of righteousness is the breastplate. All right. What does that do? That protects, amen, that dimension of your life so that no, no arrow of darkness, no power of the enemy. You know, or, or, you, know you hear people. People say all kinds of things, you know. Somebody said this to me. A man of God said this to me. Somebody did this to me. I mean, and you just wonder how can people, amen, men of God, leaders in the in the in the things of God, amen, say ungodly things to people, and you want to destroy the, other people's life? No. When you have the breastplate of righteousness, God's guess what? You get protected 
from ungodly words, ungodly, you know, whispers. Some people, you know, have been whispered in terms of curse, all kinds of, you know, crazy things that people do out there. All right. The breastplate of righteousness protects you. It protects, amen, your, 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 your place where you can hear, that place where you can hear the heartbeat of God. You know, some of us, we, we've been so dealt with that we can we can no longer hear. We can't we can feel the heartbeat of God. We can't feel the heart of God again. We can't feel, amen, our heart, even we can't feel our own heart beating because we, we've allowed all kinds of ungodly things to flow into our heart, all kinds of words, all kinds of ideas, images, all right, you know, uh, 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 beliefs, things people have said to us, how we grow up. No, the breastplate of righteousness, amen, tells you that you have a standing before God, but not just a standing before God, but you can actually hear, you can feel the heartbeat of your father. So that breastplate protects anything that wants to penetrate amen, your heart. It protects your heart. That's what that breastplate is. It's to protect, it's to guard your heart. Guard your heart with all diligence. For out of it flows the issues of life. I protect my heart and I protect the heart of my home, my children. Anything around that wants to, you know, get into, you know, their heart. No, no, immediately. It could be something they are watching, they're hearing. It could be, you know, uh, uh, the, the friend's influence. No, I, no, no, sorry. We don't do that here. We don't. Immediately I address it. Not, not leave it. No, no, no. Immediately you address it. Because you're building something. You're establishing something. You're growing something. You've got to keep, amen, your, 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 your heart, amen. Because the breastplate is to protect your heart. Right? Something pierces the heart, you die. That's just it. You just die. That's it. <laughs> you just die. So you protect your heart. You protect your heart. It's a breastplate. This is this is made of steel. It's made of steel. It's sometimes it's made of you know strong leather. Alright. You you I mean those are the, back in those days the Roman Empire and the Roman soldiers. That's how you know the things that they use to make that bre the, the breastplate. You see, it, it takes the shape of your you know of your of your of your of your chest. It's to protect. You protect yourself. You protect yourself from ungodly words, ungodly ideas, ungodly thoughts, you know, ungodly beliefs, ungodly ideas, ungodly suggestions. The enemy comes and suggests things to you. You say, no, sorry. No, no, not this place. You get rid of it. You know? Negative thought comes to your mind about people. You get rid of it immediately. You address it. Amen? Somebody says something carnal or ungodly around you. Immediately you address it. Don't wait for tomorrow. Don't wait to, you know, no, no. You address it immediately. The breastplate of righteousness. Amen? The belt of truth. Amen? The element of salvation. Powerful, powerful, amen, weapons that we need, amen, in defending ourselves as we advance against the works of darkness in the building of God's intention in the earth. Amen. The breastplate of righteousness in its place. Now it says, with your feet fitted, with your feet fitted, amen, with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Your feet, amen, fitted, hallelujah, that with the sandal of the readiness, amen, that comes in the declaration of the gospel of peace. Can you see? The gospel, the gospel is a gospel of peace. So when people want to carry sword to go fight, no, 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 we don't do that, amen. Our battle is not flesh and blood, amen. We can't be talking about the gospel as a gospel of peace and people are saying, no, we've got to arm ourselves, we've got to go fight physically. We don't do that as believers, amen. If somebody challenge you physically 
It's because there's something they hate about you spiritually. Did you hear what I just said? If somebody challenge you physically, it's because there's something they hate about you spiritually. It's something. See, people don't just fight fight you because you know because sometimes I just wonder why people you know you know get angry at me and then it took me a while to realize that no, no, it's not about you it's about what you carry they hate what is on the inside of you that's why some some people they cannot stand you they can't stand you you know they will they will they will throw kinds of things at you they will sell kinds of things at you you know they and they want to get you angry they want to you know don't don't fall into that it's because of the quality of spiritual life amen that you carry they can see it they can feel it all right and the thing is you know the people of the world they want you to be in their level they want you to be what you know you know what, what to be in what they're doing they want you to come to their level you know be, be be among them but if you refuse to do that guess what they're going to challenge you that's the sambalat and the tobiah all right why won't you join us why won't you allow us in so you you don't bring yourself there. You don't bring yourself there. You don't 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 try to get angry at them because if you do, then you you have been weakened. Then they have weakened you. Then they have really succeeded. So you don't you don't allow them to do that. If you if you feel angry, walk away, and go cry somewhere else and get yourself back, Hallelujah, in the spirit. That's why it's important that you know you you always bind your mind to the mind of Christ. That's that's a prayer point that I've taught us. We we need to live in that state constantly. Bind your mind to the mind of Christ. Bind your thought to the thought of Christ. Bind you see you, like you're marrying your mind to that to that, that to that of Christ. All right, you're bringing divine agreement. You no, know, my mind you will not flow in. You know because sometimes you, you can be irritated with what people say and do, and you just want to give them your own piece of heart. No. Don't do that. Walk away because you see they want you to come to their level and fight them on their level. No, you've got to you've got to move out of their level. You've got to realize that you are not in that plane. You are not in that place. All right. The, the devil likes you to fight him on his own ground. No, no, you don't want to do that. Amen. You want to fight the devil. Amen. On the ground of the truth. Amen. Take him to the mountain. Amen. Take him to the take him to the place where we war with peace. The God of peace shall soon bruise. <laughs> the God of peace shall soon bruise. Yes, the enemy under your feet. Listen to this. There is war in the place of peace. There is a power of war when you walk in peace. Never fight, you know, getting angry. You fight, amen, in the place of peace. And that you do, amen, because you have an understanding. So you've got to learn the power of restraint. Don't, don't, don't be an emotional, you know, you, you, your emotion easily pushes you. Some people are very emotional. You, you know, no, be more spiritual. Some people are more emotional than being spiritual. No, you, you, are, you should be more spiritual, amen, than reacting emotionally. You know, you, you easily react emotionally. <laughs> you know, no, you, you, the enemy will deplete your spirituality, will deplete your power, deplete, amen, your position. And when they deplete you, ah, they attack you with something else. They attack you with something else. So you have to be very careful of the trickery of the enemy, of the scheme. That's what the Bible call it. The Bible says be, be, be careful. Let me read that, that, that verse 10 again. It says, finally be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the full armor of God, amen, so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Wiles, deceptions, seductions, manipulations, intimidations. Yes. You've got to understand this. The enemy will come to you, amen, most time in a way that you are not expecting. 
He, he, he studies you. He studies your weakness. If he sees that you are very emotional and irrational, emotional person, ah, he will continue to use that thing. You would have said the thing, you have done the thing, then you realize, what have I done? Oh, I shouldn't have talked like that. I should have done that. Yes, so you need, we need to be very careful. Sometimes you just need to walk away. When you are faced with a situation that wants you to respond angrily, well, just walk away. Take a walk. Just walk away. That will, that will resolve the problem, at least for that moment in time. Just take a walk away. Lord, what am I supposed to do in this situation? And when you, when you have thought through, come back to the person and address the situation. Sometimes when you read some, somebody sent you a text message that is not okay, you don't have to respond immediately. No. You know, so, so, sometimes people send me a message. Oh, okay. If, some, if it's something that I need to respond to, I'll say, okay, can you give me time to respond to it? Or can, I, can you wait? Or uh, you know, if I know that I'm going to respond in a way that I know I'm not in control, I'm not in charge of my emotion, at that, I, I'm not going to respond. I learned that in a hard way. I'm not going to respond. Even as a prophet, except the Lord may immediately want me to deal with the situation. Then I deal with it right then and there. I deal with it. Then you know that it's finished. But if it's something that is a bit tricky and, uh, and you don't want to, then take your time. Who says you must respond immediately? What are we doing? We're learning to grow. Grow your spirit, man, and let, you, and let your, your emotions surrender and submit to the spiritual growth. Not the other way around. All right? Many of us, we have learned a lot of, a lot of things. We've learned, we've you know, acquired a lot of you know, knowledge about the things of God. But our emotion is the one driving us. <laughs> the emotion is the one at the driver's seat. No, no. You've got to, you've got to say emotional. You've got to come back. You've got to sit at the back seat. I need you. Yes, I do need you. But my spirit must be at the driver. And the spirit will say, no, this is how we're going to deal with this thing. Because God always speaks through your spirit, not through your emotion. God always speaks through your spirit, not through your emotion. Your emotion becomes a vehicle to which the spirit expresses itself. Can I repeat that? God speaks through your spirit. God speaks to your spirit. But the emotion becomes, amen, a channel by which, amen, your spirit speaks. Because you, you can't say you're worshipping God and you're like this. But what are you doing? I'm worshipping God. That cannot be worship. <laughs> when you're worshipping God, you lift your hands. Those are expressions of emotion. You lift your hands. You raise your hands. Hallelujah. You glorify God. You, you know, you sing to him. All right? You cannot do all that without an emotion. Come on, are you getting the point? You can't do that without an emotion. So, so your emotion is very important. And that's why the devil wants to pervert it. You remember, the emotion has, has, you know, has, has been rebellious. Yes, when Adam fell, he fell into himself, he fell into his soul. That's why the redemption of this present season is the redemption of the soul. When the soul gets saved, when the soul gets redeemed, every faculty amen, of our soul life gets to be awakened into divine obedience again to the things of God. So when, when you worship God and tears you know, drop down your eyes, it will be truly a tear of joy. It will be truly a tear, a tears, hallelujah, that honor God. Not, not, not some crocodile tears. 
not just that Im Im immediate feeling, oh, hallelujah. But the next minute, you, you're raking and ranting and all over the place. And people are wondering, but isn't this person just finished worshiping God now? Yes, because uh, that emotion has not been refined. The devil doesn't want our emotion to be refined. That's why you see people, they can get angry from the ang angry. They get sober from getting sober. The next minute, they go do something crazy. And you wonder, but yes. People can, people can show you different, dif different, you know, characters, different characters of, the, of their personality. Some people, you don't even know them. You don't know, the, you don't know them because to know somebody is to be able to identify and predict their emotion. But some of you cannot predict their emotion because this minute they're happy. To, the next minute they're not happy. This minute they're they sad. The next minute they're happy. And then the next time they're angry. And then but before you know it, they're doing something crazy. And then maybe tomorrow they come, then they, they give you another gift. And you wonder. But so, which one do I believe? Yes, they say they are schizophrenic. So we've got to be able to understand how to live our life and bring our emotion under the authority of the word of God. It's from there that they will begin to refine us. So that when things are done, said to us, we take our time. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. You understand that God is doing something in your life. You, you know, you know you, the word of God resource your life. You're not, you're not moved. You're not carried away by what, you know, uh, uh, by wrong expectation. I made a statement, it was yesterday or two days ago. You don't know people until you know their spirit. And it's not enough to just, <clears throat> it's not enough to just to know people's spirit. You also need to know their spiritual state or status. You see, when you know people, by their true state or status, you wouldn't need to do a lot of, I mean, you, you'll be able to avoid a lot of things. Let me just leave it that way. Hallelujah. Oh, let, me, let me round up this morning. Thank you, Father. Okay. He uh, says, so, so you, 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 you put on the gospel, excuse me, you, you wear amen, the sandal of the gospel of peace. Then in verse 16, he says, in addition to all this, in addition to all this, he said, take up the shield of faith. Can you see where the shield of faith comes in? In addition to all of this, the belt of truth, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, amen, the, 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 the sandal or the boot of the gospel of peace, that's five, I think, yes. Then the sixth one, he said, take up the shield of faith. See where the shield of faith comes in? The sixth point or the fifth point. Now that's what we want, to, we want to put first. Now, all this, all of this, you've got to find amen the sequence. You've got to follow the sequence. Take up the shield of faith. And of course, the sword of the spirit. Can you see? Now you want to engage. But before you engage, all that we've been describing was to protect us, was to keep us in a state of readiness. If you take up the shield of faith and the sword of the spirit and you do not have, amen, <laughs> the helmet of salvation, you don't have, you know, the first, first, in fact, first before the helmet of salvation is the belt of truth, amen, fasting on your waist, amen, then the helmet of salvation, helmet of salvation, then the breastplate of righteousness, amen, then it talks about the boots before I even talk about the, you know, the, you know, the, the you know, the shield of faith and then the sword of the spirit. So, you've got to understand the sequence. 
These are all spiritual technology that we've got to understand and wear and apply to our heart. So I will, I will advise us, amen. Let's do this for the next you know, couple of days. Wake up in the morning. Just take your place and pray. Father, thank you this day, oh God. As I stand before you, I, 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 I take the, 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 the belt of truth because that's the first point. You're ready for the day. I take the belt of truth this morning. I, I put on, hallelujah, I wear, I fasten my, my waist this morning with the belt of truth. I'm ready for the day. Yes, and I take up upon myself this day, oh God, the element of salvation. And you begin to declare what that element does for you, amen. You have the mind of Christ. You've got the thought of Christ, amen. You think like Christ, amen. You've got a refined imagination. You've got a, a lovely thought pattern, amen. You cast down false order, false thinking, amen. False identity, false belief. All that thing that have been put in your brain, in your mind by religion, church men, traditions, whatever it is. The world system. You Pull them down. Hallelujah. You wear the element of salvation. I'm ready this day. Nothing evil will penetrate my mind because I have the mind of Christ. That's what it means to have the element of salvation. I have the mind of Christ. Yes. You take your shield. Amen. Excuse me. The, the breastplate of righteousness is a breastplate of right and right standing with God. A right standing with God protects you. Hallelujah. Proximity with God. Your heart beating. Amen. You know, you have the heart of John the Beloved. Your, 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 your head, amen, is at his chest. You, you can feel his heartbeat. You, every hour of the day, amen. You, you, you know what the Father wants. You apply your life, amen, to his desire. You take that position. And you say to yourself, no power, no, no power of the enemy can penetrate my heart. No arrow of the enemy can penetrate my heart because, amen, I've got the, 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 the breastplate of righteousness. I have a right standing with my father. I'm protected. No, 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 no coronavirus can come near me. You understand? I, I have an immune system of the father in me. I have the incorruptible seed of God in me. Come on. You, you wear that, hallelujah. And then you, then you can go further, amen, and put on what the, what the scripture called the boot of the gospel of peace or the sandal of the gospel of peace, the gospel of peace, the gospel of peace. Let your life, amen, you know, reveal, amen, exhum faith and exhum peace. Let your life, amen, reflect peace. What, whatever you do, when people see you, the, the peace of God in your life should, should attract them to you such that they, they want to ask you, why are you so why are you so full of life? Why are you glowing? You tell them, well, it's God. You can also, you can also share of it. Amen. Come on. Don't, don't you know, but people can be attracted to, you know, the, the, the energy piece of God in your life. Yes. Yes. Then you can then go further. Hallelujah. I take up the shield of faith. Now you can quench every fiery doubt of the enemy. Now you can stop earlier every arrow, every power, every force of darkness. Now you can fight, amen, with the sword of the spirit on your right hand. Now you can advance because that's when you can then move forward. Hallelujah. And it's from there. Then you can then go into the last one that it says, praying in the spirit. Have you noticed that that is also part of, amen, the shield of faith, the, the, the armor of God? Praying, amen. Pray in the spirit in all occasion with all kinds of prayer and request. When I tell people I pray all the time, people wonder, how do you do that? Well, I do that because I'm praying in the spirit. Even when sometimes I'm eating, my mind is communing with the father. That's praying in the spirit. When you, when you have an open portal before the father, 
doesn't mean that you have to go somewhere. No, 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 you have to. No, no, no. You, everything you're doing amen, is a life of prayer. When your heart is open to the things of God, when heaven can speak to you. You see, you, can't even be a, you cannot be a prophetic person if you can't live in this life. It's a discipline you have to cultivate. Because while you're praying, they're speaking to you. They're telling you things. They're showing you things. They're revealing things to you. All right? That's how we, we're able to say the things that we say. We preach the things because you've de 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 developed amen, that, that position, hallelujah, of, of, of perpetual connectivity with the Father. Praying in the Spirit. Prayer is not just mumbling words. Prayer for us is a state of thought. <laughs> prayer for us is a, prayer is first a state of thought. Is a state of your thought, is your imagination in alignment, in agreement, amen, with the things of God. So you're praying in the spirit. You're picking the heart of God. All right? Mm -hmm. mm. Yes. You're, yes, Lord. Yes. You can do that now. If you just connect, switch to the things of God, your mind connect, you'll be hearing certain things. It may start, it may start faint, faintly. You may not hear clearly, but if you will focus and remain and continue, you're going to begin to hear God. You're going to begin to hear. That voice will become clearer and louder, clearer and louder, clearer and louder, clearer and louder. And as it becomes clearer and louder, amen, your spirit will begin to have direction and, 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 and you know, leading into what God is saying. Praying in the spirit in all occasions with all kinds of prayer and requests. With this in mind, be alert always. Keep praying. He said it again. Keep praying for all. All of the people of God. So this is, this is what the armor of God is all about. <clears throat> I think I'm done this morning with this uh, topic. The armor of God. This is our eighth uh, series. And uh, although we said a lot of things today, this morning, that uh, may not necessarily be part of Amen. The, the teaching, but they are relevant to what God amen, is proclaiming and declaring to us. And I want to really give thanks to God this morning for just availing myself. You know, I felt like I should still, you know, just rest and all that. But I just said to myself, no, I need to do this. I felt a leading to come do this this morning. And I thank God for the grace to be able to speak amen, to, you know, to his church, to his body again this morning. We've declared some beautiful spiritual principle this morning that I know if we apply our heart to those things, they will really help us, amen, to continue to adjust and align to what the Lord, amen, is saying to us. Friends, there's no need to be afraid. There's no need to live our life in panic. There's no need to continue to send all, you know, all those text messages about coronavirus. Live your life by faith. Amen. Send things that will help people, amen, to to, 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 to keep their eyes on the Lord, to keep their mind on the Lord. Amen. Let's not join amen, the panic mode you know, uh, 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 community out there. Let's, let's continue to send scripture and faith, things that will build people's faith, that will encourage people. Amen. And not create panic. Coronavirus is here. No, stop that. Let's stop that. Let's stop that. Let's, let, let, I want everybody in South Africa to hear that. Amen. We're going to deal with this, amen, as, as God will continue to give us clarity and direction. His word will continue to lead us. We have protection. We have security, amen. The Bible says, he who watches over Israel never sleep nor slumber. Yes, 
We've read that scripture again. It says, Amen. He who dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. We will say of the Lord, He is our refuge. He is our fortress. He is our God. In Him we put our trust. That is our portion. So let's continue to proclaim and declare what the Lord, Amen, has said. Not what men are saying. Amen. Let's not promote what the devil wants, Amen, to to people to to hear. Let's not promote, you know, uh, uh, fear and and panic. Let's promote truth. Let's promote. Amen. There are things that we should be searching for. Intelligent people will be searching for. How do we prevent this thing? How do we how do we build immune system? That's why I, I you know I, I I shared you know the clip that I shared yesterday, you know, on, on my timeline. Right. We, this thing can be prevented. We, 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 can, we, can, we, can, we can develop a strong health, health, healthy system. All right? If you eat health, you know, you know, healthy food, you, you, know, you, 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 you take a lot of vitamin C and a lot of you know, things that can you know, keep your immune system because this thing goes for people that are a bit not too okay. All right? So we, we need to look for how to assist people, not spread the panic. I want to repeat again, stop spreading the panic. Father, we thank you this morning. We bless your name, Lord. You're a God. Your name is Yahweh. You rule and reign over the affairs of men. Lord, this is not something new that we have seen. We've read about this thing in scripture. We know about how, yes, a plague came to the land. Yes, to devastate, yes, Pharaoh and, and his horsemen and, and the Egyptian. Lord, the days we're living are not different from the days of the scriptures. And so, Father, do we, we step into that same reality of a land called Goshen, that we find security in you, we find safety in you. You are our hiding place. You have become our shield, our buckler. This morning, you've spoken to us once again about the full armor, your full armor in our life. Father, we take our place this morning and we declare in the name of Jesus that we and our household, our family, and our nation is secure. In the name of Jesus, we proclaim no weapon of coronavirus from the fashion against us will, will prosper. Or any other infirmity, disease in the name of Jesus, or plague out there, whatever it is, oh God. Father, we declare this day that we find peace and security and safety in the name of Jesus. And those that are already attacking one way or the other, we speak swift healing to their body right now in the name of Jesus. We declare let the healing of God flow in through yes, this airwave, let it flow into the atmosphere in the name of Jesus because we know this is a disease, this is, this is a plague that is airborne. So we speak into the atmosphere. We declare in the name of Jesus right now that there is a cleansing of the spiritual atmosphere, yes, of this nation, of our land, oh God, and of course our continent and the rest of the world. Father, we thank you because of your mercy right now. Yes, that triumphs over judgment. We thank you for the nation of China. We pray for your church there. We pray for truth to emerge. We pray for your kingdom to emerge, oh God, in China. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Spirit of God, for all that you're doing right now, all across the land, all across the nation. We declare that it is well with the souls of men, particularly with families that have lost people, oh God, to, to, this, to this infirmity, to this uh, uh, plague. Father, we pray, oh God, that your heart, oh God, yes, will be at peace. Thank you for your rest. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your grace. We declare that the earth, once again, right now will receive redemption. You say creation is crying, yeah, crying for the, for the manifestations of the sons of God. These are days we need to rise up as sons and proclaim and declare. This is not unto death. So we thank you, Father. We bless your holy name once again for your 
power that is moving all across the land. Thank you for healing. Thank you for hope. Thank you for restoration. Thank you for those that are watching me. Thank you for their life, their family. Thank you, Lord, for their loved ones. I pray for them. I ask, oh God, your divine grace and protection. I ask, oh God, for your love and mercy to continue to keep them. Lord, thank you, oh God, that they are, yes, kitted, oh God, with the full armor, your armor in their lives in the name of Jesus. We bless you, Lord. I honor you this day. Thank you, Lord, for my own life. Thank you for health. Thank you, oh God, for what you have used me, oh God, to birth and to release this morning. I thank you, oh God, that you, 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 you will replenish, oh God, my strength. I bless your holy name for my own household, oh God. Thank you, Father, for this community of Franjuk. I release your life and grace and light, oh God. We bless you this morning. We honor you. We glorify your name. May your kingdom come. May your will be done once again on earth as it is established in heaven. We declare, we proclaim this morning. Bless us, O God, that we may be a blessing, O God, to our generation. Thank you for your favor upon our life. Thank you, Lord, O God, for your goodness. Thank you, Lord, that you will not withhold anything good from us. We declare this morning that we prosper, we increase, we multiply, we advance in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Spirit of God, that no weapon formed or fashioned against us will prosper. We bless you. We honor your name. We glorify you this morning for answered prayer. In Jesus' name, amen and amen and amen. Well, come to the end of this morning broadcast. I really want to give thanks to the Lord for granting me grace this morning and of course the energy to be able to do what you know we've done it's not an easy thing i tell you to do uh, this kind of broadcast it takes so much so much you know from one when i'm done you know you just feel wow <laughs> something has left you uh, uh, uh so but uh, please continue to pray for me i need i need all the prayer i need all the prayer and i need all the support as the lord will direct you thank you so much everyone this morning may the lord continue to guide you may he cause his face his good face to shine upon you may he grant you rest may he grant you peace May he, hallelujah, lead you in his wisdom and understanding, even as you go out there this morning. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the weekend. God bless you. Thank you so much, so much, man of God, uh, uh, man of God, uh, uh, Gerald and Sunap Sumani. Thank you. Thank you, my dear uh, man of God, uh, Gregory. Thank you so much for joining. My dear sister, thank you so much. Stadioni, thank you so much for joining. Brad Derek, thank you so much. All right. And those that uh, I can't see this morning that may be connecting with us, I appreciate everyone this morning that has joined us. May the Lord continue to perfect his will and his purpose in your life. And may we continue to build the body. Hallelujah. The body is one. The body of Christ is one. God bless you. Enjoy your day. Bye-bye.